Hello, my friends. This is the podcast that brings the wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twins Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. And that's Not Just Blowing Smoke. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Not Just Blowing Smoke. This is not just blowing smoke, and we are in the second half of our show here, and we are reviewing for our pipe tobacco rat trays, Marlin Flake. And from the tin, you get this very nice, basic, no-frills description. This dark flake is composed from dark Virginia's black Cavendish, as well as a pinch of Perique. It is manufactured by Colhaze and Cop. It is a Virginia Perique blend. It is Virginia Black Cavendish and Perique. There's no flavoring on this. It does come in a very nice flake. And uh, before we get into it, we are enjoying a Line 39 Pinot Noir with this. Are we not there, Brie? Oh, yes, we are. Mm. <laughs> yes, this was actually um, Paul's choice tonight. This, this is his um, his favorite house wine. Yes, it should is. I ask Paul about it? Um, I would say so. Oh, yeah. Paul, take it away, Paul. Really? I know right. this is a, one of your uh, favorites. Yes, yeah, so uh, my girlfriend and I have this as a staple in our house. This is a uh, wonderful Pinot Noir from California uh, for the Monterey Valley. Um, you're gonna get a lot of like. Uh, strawberry raspberry flavors out of this mm. uh, 14 and a half percent light enough but still has some nice body so you know if you have a nice meal hearty meal it will complement that very very well or a wonderful pipe tobacco nice mm. I'm guessing this will be this will go very very well tonight well I hope so um, what's our, you know this pipe tobacco to me has some graham cracker kind of sweetness to it it's got some a little bit of cocoa notes to it some Mm. some you know the perique in this for me is not really that spiciness that you sometimes get it's Mm. more of a figgy kind of a feeling even in the retro i'm not getting much spice um, Paul, what do you think? What What are you picking up on this? Yeah, I would agree. It's a very light, uh, maybe light to medium at best, uh, tobacco. Uh, lots of that dry fruit. Right off, right off the bat, I'm getting that. Uh, maybe just a little bit of some woodiness too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, very very light spice on the retrohale. Um, very pleasant, extremely mm. pleasant tobacco. I'm really love this. With the pairing, I think the the wine, the Pinot Noir. Is bringing out a little bit more of that woody tones. Uh, it's, um, it's. I would say it's complementary. It really, really is. It's. Um, um, it, it. It's not bringing out more of the dried fruit, mm-hmm. uh, but I think it's it's pairing well with the the other flavors we would get out of it. Um, the spice on the retrohale is still very, very smooth, very, very light. I'm really, really enjoying this very much. Mm. How do you think Paul did with the pairing here, Bree? 
I honestly think that he did great. Um, originally, I was I was thinking, okay, like maybe I could see, you know, like a bourbon barrel aged or a rum barrel aged red wine with this. Mm. And um, Paul had mentioned a Pinot Noir, um, and I think it's going really well. Um, this pairing, it almost like has the essence of like a smoked jam because you know the wine mm. it's not too dry it's not too tart but it has a little bit of um like more sweet and refreshing fruit notes underneath and then you get the smoke from the tobacco um like one thing i really like about this pipe tobacco is the aroma it's mm. um it's not as smoky as a campfire like last time but mm. it has like a little bit of like you'd mentioned graham cracker hominess to it so when you put them together graham cracker hominess yes. no, not yeah. your log cabin no no log cabin no log cabin just graham crackers just, just graham crackers, graham crackers. <laughs> like some s'mores maybe like strawberries on graham crackers strawberries on graham crackers not like Ooh. chocolate and marshmallows no. and you're making a s'more mm-hmm. I mean, uh, you could put like a little piece of chocolate in between, but <laughs> strawberries and graham crackers—that's mm-hmm. new for me. Yeah, I'm gonna try I, that when I'm I get definitely out. picking up more of the fig. I can absolutely. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. It's making me salivate. Yeah. Is it? Is it any for you guys? It's I making agree. you salivate a little I, bit more. I am. I am getting that sensation. Yeah. You're not. You're not just uh, imagining it. The sweetness between the wine and the the rat trays. Rat trays. Rat trays. Sorry. <laughs> misplaced the Not, S there. Yeah. Um, the math trade yeah. really good. <laughs> but between the deep figgy fruitness that you're getting from the tobacco and the, the sweetness that mm. you're getting, the deep rich uh, fruit from the 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 wine is mm-hmm. is going extremely well. Mm. Very, very well done, Paul. Well done. Kendra, eat your heart out. Woo! He's throwing... He's got a gauntlet there. Whoa. Let me tell you I something. Think uh, I think wow. he's throwing a challenge. Oh, he's my throwing goodness. a challenge out to Kendra. Now, I know we've been experiencing, you know, a lot of technical difficulties because every major carrier has been dropping all over the country today. But, Bree, has, has there, have there been any questions for us uh, that uh, people may want us to answer for them? So far that I can see from what my phone is allowing me to see, there have not been. It's um, our, our sound has been cutting out a bit. Same with the, the visuals, but yep. I think maybe, you know, definitely for next time we encourage you all to, like, drop us questions and comments, keep an eye out on our social media for when we talk about who's going to be on, you know, think of some ideas of what you want to ask and shoot us questions yeah you can feel free to do that on uh you can dm us on instagram uh or facebook uh or even on twitter and we do also have email at not just blowing smoke not just blowing smoke at gmail.com you can send in comments or questions uh, there and we'd be happy to read those on the show that's another way for you guys to interact with us Uh, what I will do then is uh, answer a question that I got from a customer today and that was uh, at what point 
are the community cutters coming back? <laughs> yeah, we're getting, a, we're getting a lot of that. Too. Where are they going to now? You know, at Twins, uh, you know, here in New Hampshire, things have been opening up again as of uh, June 15th. Our indoor lounge and bar have reopened, albeit at half capacity, but they've still been reopened. And, you know, people are now allowed back in the store. So both locations are kind of fully functional, if not at full capacity but uh, you can enjoy everything that uh, both twins locations has to offer now um, but one thing that has not come back is the community cutter <laughs> and I was asked why the community cutter why is that a, an issue and I said, you know, well, it's not because different people just kind of touch the cutter. It's because some people will come up to the cutter after having put their cigar in their mouth and then go to use the community cutter, True. which we have already talked about on this show is a major faux pas. You do not, it's a major no-no. You do not want to do that. Why would you, you know, uh, would you go up to some stranger and ask them for their cutter and then, you know, lick, lick your cigar and then use their cutter? Now, you may be thinking, well, I might be getting them back. Maybe I don't like them. Well, maybe they are just like you, and they went, and then cut their thing, and now you have their stuff on your cigar, which you then put in your mouth. It's gross. It's one of those things you just should not do. However, people are people, and they do this stuff. I don't know why. I, we would, you know, this is why there's such a, you know, such a, you know, never-ending supply of patients for psychiatrists and psychotherapists, because people do this stuff all the time. So that's why the community cutter is not yet back because of everything that there is to come back. That's one of the dirtiest things that you can bring back. So it's going to be a while. Um, before that comes back. Awesome. Um, we have a, you have a compliment on your fedora. I have a compliment yes. on my fedora. Well, yeah. thank you very much. This, this fedora is from uh, one of our newer um, tobacconists, Zeke. And um, Zeke uh, came to us after working, you know, as a manager at some hat shops in Boston. And he had this hat and uh, for whatever reason, he thought it was too, too normal, too classic, <laughs> too traditional for him. And he said, you know what? But I bet Pastor Padron would look great in this hat. That was a nice And hat. so he brought it in and gave it to me. And I'm very grateful that he did because it is awesome. And as a matter of fact, we had a, we had a pipe show recently. And I got this uh, brand new pipe here, this uh, Savinelli Elegancia. And it's got this nice, really dark blue stem, Love which happens to go <laughs> with my nice dark blue stri stripe on my hat. That's so true. now I'm color coordinated and everything. Thank you, Zeke. And uh, thanks, Rob, for noticing my fedora. I knew you would appreciate that. Rod has a question for us. Yes. 
So, Rod wants to know, was the TAA the judge different from the judge from last year? And if so, what are the differences? So back to the cigar. Okay, back to the cigar. Uh, they are different. The, uh, the TAA blend is tweaked, you know, not terribly, but enough that it is a noticeably different cigar. Also, because it is round and not box pressed, uh, the experience of the tobacco is noticeably different. So uh, yes, it's worth getting uh, to, to try those differences. If you liked the judge, the, if you, or liked, if you like, it's, it's still out. You can still get it. If you like the judge, I would recommend trying the TAA. It's going to be a different experience of a similar blend of tobaccos, uh, but it is going to be different enough that you're going to notice things that um, you wouldn't normally pick up in the standard judge sizes. Uh, this is a little bit uh, smaller of a ring gauge uh, and again it's not box pressed so yes it's a different cigar I would totally try it and specifically too if you're if you're not one to go after the full body or medium full body cigars definitely try one because I think it's going to appeal to people who are more to them you know medium medium or light medium uh, style cigars um, is definitely some some nice uh, you know, character to it but I think people who are generally more geared towards the mild to medium to medium medium plus cigars would definitely appreciate the cigar mm. and Matt who's saying that this was the community cutter problems were never an issue before COVID shame on you for thinking that it was totally <laughs> an issue we had to put signs up and everything it was totally gross and it will always be gross. If I had my way, they'd never come back. <laughs> Kurt saying about uh, burning hair. Burning hair. This does not taste anything like burning hair, Kurt. That's true. This tastes like graham crackers, maybe some uh, baker's chocolate. There's some nice fruity notes that, you know, more like a dried fig kind of, yep. uh, of note to it. It's very, very good. We're going to get you on a pipe, Kurt. Don't worry. It will happen. That's right, Kurt. It's going to happen. Yeah, maybe in July during the 724 Sooner month we can get you on a pipe. I, Pastor Padron, the Darth Piper, have spoken. <laughs> that is the way. <laughs> this is the way. This is the way. Thank you for correcting me. Do you know DeWitt? <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, is it like double dipping a chip? Yes, basically, Matt. That's what using a community cutter is like, double dipping a chip. Oh, John, mm -hmm. Johnny G. Yeah, Jose, <laughs> good. He was good. It was awesome. I can't wait to actually hear the interview. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> we had a lot of technical issues here because this is, this is our first time uh, broadcasting from this location. And it was also our first time, all of us being together and Skyping with somebody. Um, you know, I guess it's one thing when we're all Skyping from different locations, but when we're all here, but one person is Skyping in, trying to connect all of these present uh, um, microphones 
into the into the uh, soundboard in such a way as that we could hear everything without causing great feedback issues was an issue. Um, I think we made it work. Um, so you know, it's kind of like we interviewed him and we were deaf and just had to kind of nod. But the plus was we really couldn't interrupt him. <laughs> That's true. Well, we were the subtitles. But there were subtitles, and that helped a lot. It was it was really really good. He was a great gracious guy and i can't wait to have him on again i, I do want to uh, give a shout out to our engineer dave here because this is our first time in hooks it and he's got what five monitors god knows what else he's got there um and even though we've had some technical uh, issues that were beyond his control um, he's doing a yeoman's job trying to put everything together and uh dave this is to you, my friend. Absolutely. Cheers Good to job. Cheers to Dave. Good Salute. Job, Cheers to Dave. Yep. Thank you very much. Cheers, Dave. Yep. Cheers to you. Yep. And of course, you know, the, the day we decided to do this, you know, T-Mobile, Verizon, Sprint, <laughs> yeah. AT&T, all beside the tank. And, uh, <laughs> you know, that just causes all sorts of issues. Wonderful. You, you know whose fault that really is then? Is uh, Satan's? <laughs> uh, see, what connects the towers to all the other towers so everything works in the first place is uh, Comcast. Comcast? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow. The company we all hate the most. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. Satan. Uh, Rod gives you kudos too, Dave. Well done. That's awesome. So Thank you, have, you, Rod. You have kudos from Canada. <laughs> you should sing that. I can't sing that. Honestly? Rush does I a great version of it. You don't even know the words? Okay. Well, there you go. Bree's going to sing it next time. So there you go. So we're going to continue this um, viewer's confessional. Uh, this is going to be a regular thing. So email us at notjustblowingsmoke at gmail.com. You can DM us at um, Instagram or on Twitter or on our Facebook page, any of those ways. And we will answer questions, comments, concerns uh, about anything, but we prefer it if it was kept to cigars and pipes and <laughs> stuff like that. Um, but, you know, we'll work with what we got. So keep that in mind as uh, things go forward. And uh, next we're going to move on to News with Paul. News, news with, Paul. with Paul. And, you know, this is this is going to be a very interesting thing because, you, you know, several weeks ago we had Steve Saka on with us. And one of the questions we asked, which I know we weren't the first to ask, um, but we did, we asked, was, is the boule sugar-tipped or not? I said, settle this. I think it's not. Paul thinks it is. Tell us, Steve, is it sugar-tipped or not? And then all of a sudden, this came out after we had this question on our show, which shows a little bit about the influence that we think we have. <laughs> This is near and dear to Nick Pastors and my heart. Mm. Yes. Yes, sir. Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust releasing Sweet Tip Sober Mesa Brulees. <laughs> Last year, Dunbarton Tobacco released the, a high-end Connecticut wrapped cigar that some people thought had a sweet tip. 
Steve Saka, the company's founder, said it did not and instead thought people were tasting natural sweetness from the tobacco. All right. Now, people will have the chance to taste a Steve Saka approved sweet tip from a Mesa Brulee. Whoa. Dunbine Tobacco was releasing a new sampler under the name STFU. <laughs> That's awesome. Is that a hashtag there, Paul? <laughs> Yep. A double entendre. That stands for Saka's. This is what it stands for. Saka's taste for yourself. Or <laughs> the normal acronym for shut the bleep up. <laughs> Inside will be five six by 52 cigars, each labeled with, the, with either STFU or exclamation point. The cigars will either be a normal Sobermeister Belay, a sweet-tipped cigar, or a double sweet-tipped. The one catch is that Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust will wait until September 15th to unveil which letter corresponds with each blend. Osaka told Half Wheel the samples will be priced at $59.50 and will begin shipping in August. So there we go. And what does it say on the back there? Oh, well... STFU exclamation 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 I'm tired of telling people that Sober Messer Brulee is not Sober sweet tipped thank you many agree but others do not believe me so I do so how do I prove a negative simple I let you taste compare contrast and decide for yourself <laughs> included are five identical cigars of the Brulee blend with the only difference being there are three versions included Unadulterated, aka normal brulee, sugar tipped, and, du <laughs> and double sugar tipped. But here's the catch: I am not going to tell you which is which until September 15th, 2020, via Facebook Live on our DTT page. So smoke them, debate about them, and decide for yourself. See now, the one issue that I have with that is that. He, there's no way to know that the quote-unquote unadulterated sober mesa brulee is not also in some way sugar-tipped. It's yeah. just the one that he normally sells. True. So people are never going to end this debate because there may be one that's less sugar-tipped and there's one that's more sugar tipped and one that's double sugar tipped but how do you know now you know steve says that this is all the result of you know his the you know the tobacco there is just so the uh, naturally sweet after all the the aging and processing that's done to it he thinks he's found something unique and uh I am of the opinion that it is a very naturally sweet tobacco, and I think any kind of, you know, super sweet. I mean, I know what a sugar tip thing tastes like to me. I mean, mm -hmm. to me, I don't. I don't think it is. But Paul, you know, my brother, my brother from another mother, Pablo Maduro, is convinced that there is some funky scientific scientific crap going on with that cigar i'll never forget when we first brought it into the humidor and i think you and i mm -hmm. were the first to actually smoke them and and uh in twins and uh I, when i first put the cigar up to my lips and before i even lit it i said it, it, is this an acid oh. <laughs> it's not that the cigar's an acid it's just had that 
that's that sweet flavor that I've only had with an acid. And again, I'm not putting the cigar down. The cigar's a fantastic cigar. It really is. It's so smooth. Um, it draws incredibly well, but I am convinced that there's something else going on there. <laughs> and there you have it. So. so look for those. They will be forthcoming. 60 bucks a pack, $10 a stick, you know, and you can taste for yourself. Is there sugar on that tip or not? I do not know. I don't know well, either. You'll, be, you, you'll have to have one, Bree, before this whole thing comes out, and you'll have to, we'll have to get one. Up, I'm, I'm, we might have to ha do a show on that. Yes, we will have to. We might have to do it. When, the, when that pack comes out, oh, I think we're going to yes. have to do a show. We're all going to be smoking We're going to have to do a show. We'll, we'll <laughs> devote the entire show to smoking that and we'll smoke those cigars, and we will give you our opinion on that pack, and we'll let you know oh, yeah. what we think. Oh, yeah. I think that's got to be a show. That's yeah. got to be a show. That sounds good to me. All right. Now, um, we haven't done this. We didn't do this last week, and I, I thought we'd do it again. I, I kind of missed it. The would you rather question. Would you rather? Would you rather? Would you rather? So we're going to do a little round robin on this. Would you rather go back to kindergarten Ooh. with everything you know now or... Would you rather now know everything your future self would learn? Huh. So would you like to go back to being five? <laughs> five. But you know everything you know right now when you're five. <laughs> or would you rather right now all of a sudden know everything you're going to know the rest of your life? Dave, go. Well, that's easy. Um, I would rather be five. Go back to <laughs> because um, what if I die tomorrow? It's mm -hmm. <laughs> a good I don't point. Know that. But you'll know all the stuff from the future, so you know if how you I die. don't learn anything new, and it's just like nothing's changed. I don't know. I'm going to play it smart, and I'm going to go back to kindergarten. But can you go back to the year you were in kindergarten? That's not true. like you're, okay 2020 you're five years old in your kindergarten no no you're, you start you go you, back you go back go, go back, back to kindergarten yeah, so everything that you've learned up until now you go back to I would go back I'd, to kindergarten yeah I would agree I'd go back I'd we're go not back. I'd go back we're not getting into the time space continuum problem <laughs> come on that's not this scary. is a question uh, this is a question of would you rather start at a very early age with everything you know now or would you rather start tomorrow with everything that you would learn the rest of your life mm. mm -hmm. Bree go yeah I'm still with I think I would rather go back to kindergarten knowing everything I know now because I feel like if I knew the future that would take the fun out of life mm-hmm because you're just like, well, I already know what's gonna happen. Whereas now it's like, okay, I'm only, I'm only 24, so I'd rather yeah, be that's in not that far back. having like minor existential crises because I know what my future holds, but then not know what's beyond my future future. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. It's like the damage I think is 
the damage has been lesser done. than if I were to go into the future, you know? Maybe okay. you'll make a few different choices, too. Who knows? Mm-hmm. You know? Maybe. 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 <laughs> Maybe. Paul? Can I go back to kindergarten knowing all the lottery numbers? <laughs> and, Anything and you remember. And who won the next 30 years World Series? Anything you remember. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, yeah, honestly, I would say I would honestly say I would rather just know what the future. All the what was the last one? All the. Would you rather know everything you're going to learn in the future? Yes. Right now? Yes, I would rather do that. Why would you rather? Because do that? I, it, it, you're going yeah. back to me. I don't want to say my age, but I'm going back almost 50 years. I, it was. It was. It was. Whoa. It was tough enough. <laughs> More wine. Yeah. <laughs> I would rather not. I would rather not go back. I would rather just move forward. But Paul, you made such a valid point there. Yeah, but, but see, we haven't we haven't clarified whether I would know all that information, oh. or would that information be part of the deal? Uh, that's a good point. If, if it is part of the deal, I'll go back. If not, I'm going forward. <laughs> I, I would assume it's what you know and what you remember. So well, you don't remember any of those lottery But is, is what I know and remember going to be there as I'm going through the next 50 years from age 5 onward? That's the question. So without clarifying that, I'd just rather move forward from here on out. I'm, I'm with Paul. <clears throat> I was in kindergarten once. I, I don't want to go back. No. 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 I definitely do not want to re-experience middle school. That was hell on earth. Um, you know, when you get to a certain age when you realize, you know, this is the, the best. The best times of your life are are still ahead. And uh, if I could learn, you know, I, I would rather be better prepared for tomorrow, knowing everything my future self would learn, than going back. I mean, starting having to deal with everything I know now at five, I'd be totally messed up. Yeah. I'd, yeah, be, I'd be one messed up dude. I've been through a lot. Yeah. I, talk about talk about you know you, you say people are are, are um, oh, what's the what's the phrase? Um, they have a wisdom beyond their years. I you know I don't I don't want to be like Baby Sheldon. You know I I, I Stephen Hawkins. Stephen Hawkins. I don't think that that's not the same thing. But I I I I would like to know now what my future self would know. I think you get messed up on both then, so because it's like, okay, maybe a kindergartner isn't psychologically advanced enough to be able to handle what they know now, but then at the same time, sometimes knowing your future causes you to act differently in the present and therefore alter your future in a different way. Very true. That you that can change your I don't see how you could know what you know now and make the same choices. I don't even see how that would be a remote possibility. It would have to be an alternate reality. Mm-hmm. What's what's wrong with that, Dave? Nothing. You believe in multiple universes, don't you? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so what's the problem? None. <laughs> it's like, is it a universe you want to be in now? <laughs> yes, yes. A different one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, think, I think you are taking this question way too seriously. <laughs> But it brings up good questions, though. It does bring up good questions. Think about that so Raven all the times that she got messed up because she knew what was going to happen in the future and she Mm -hmm. tried to compensate for it and then 
messed up more by yeah same thing happened to the flash <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. And well, um, the WB Barry Allen is 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 kind of stupid. <laughs> he's a he's he's a whiny little dude who's always just blaming himself for everything, and then you know he'll go back and create some new timeline, and then yeah, it is all your fault, stupid. Yeah, because you know? he created an ultimate timeline. Just come on. Stop running backwards. Run forwards, Barry. Run forwards. Run forwards. <laughs> That's what we want to do. We want to move forward. Forward. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Heather Heather uh, says, I dropped out of kindergarten because the kids were dumb. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. <clears throat> um, I, I didn't know enough to know whether kids were dumb back then or not. I just like the paints. And the, the little the little paste. dinosaurs that they had. That my nickname my nickname when I was in kindergarten they called me Dinosaur Dan. Dinosaur Dinosaur Dan. Dan. No, that happened in college. Dinosaur Dan because that's what I would draw. I would I was into drawing and I would draw dinosaurs all the time. Particularly Tyrannosaurus Rex. I, I enjoyed nap time in kindergarten. Mm. That was the best time. Nap time was the best time. I agree. Does that make him the Velocipaster? It would be. Oh, yeah. The Velocipaster. That's it. Oh, that meme is going to be the end of me. It's going to be great. That's a Velociraptor. Right. Yeah. <laughs> now, next week, people, we're going to be smoking the newly released Aladino Cameroon Ooh. Toro. Nice. And for our pipe tobacco, we're going to really kick it up a notch. We're we going to light up Seattle Pipe Club's Plum Pudding Special Reserve. Thank oh, God. God. Yes. It is going to be God. one heck of an episode. Uh, Nick is going to be smiling from here to here. I'm already smiling. Especially <laughs> if you're a pipe smoker. Are you there, baby? I love Aladino. They make fantastic cigars. I have not had one of the Cameroon cigars yet. I'm looking forward to reviewing it on the show here uh, next week. Uh, Plum Pudding Special Reserve, that's something that I have had, and I'm very excited to hear what my uh, compadres have to say about it as mm. well. It's a wonderful, <laughs> wonderful tobacco. Like I said, you can be following us uh, on Facebook and uh, on Instagram at Not Just Blowing Smoke. Stay in touch with us so that you know what's happening, so that you know what's coming up. And let's give our final verdict here on the Rattray's Marlin Flake. Dave, you haven't said anything yet. Uh, <laughs> do you want to say something about the tobacco? How do you like it? Something. Well, that was totally worth waiting an entire show for. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. Thank you so much. Very well. <laughs> it's a very, uh, very light uh, tobacco. Um, you know, nice dry fruit on its own. The, but the wine pairing really brings out a little bit more of those earthy, woody tones. The spice is incredibly smooth. Mm. Picked up a little bit of floral notes too. Mm. Um, the last few times I draw through it, so. Um, Really, this is an all-day smoke, without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. This is uh, this is something that you can just sit back and relax and just unwind and uh, do it a couple times a day. Mm. Now, Bree, I noticed you finished your wine. I did. 
do you like the wine more than the tobacco, or is the tobacco making you <laughs> no. want to drink wine? <laughs> so is um, it the whole salivating thing? You need to drink both, something. It's both. Um, so I was smoking this pipe tobacco a little bit before the podcast, and just like Paul said, it's like easy. You can just keep smoking mm. it. It's like pretty consistent, and I feel like the wine. It had that refreshing quality where you you kind of wanted to go like puff sip, puff sip consistently because mm. the flavors together were just so great that you want that full experience every mm. time. Rather yeah. than with some, you want to puff more and sip less or sip more and puff less. So this, this proportion was very mm. 50-50. So great pairing. Very good pairing. Thank you. Nick, do you have a little something you want to say quick about uh, what you think about the pipe tobacco? This is great. I'm going to go and buy this wine. And <laughs> Well, I asked you about the pipe tobacco. Uh, sorry. <laughs> piggyback. Wine is great. I tell you. Oh, oh heavens. <laughs> go get some of this. I'm not sharing it with my chickens, let me tell you. I'm not sharing it with the chickens or the turkeys. They're getting big, by the way. They're getting big. You see the turkeys. Turkey's getting big. Um, pipe tobacco is really good. The deep uh, fruit notes that you get in there are really good, come through really well. A little spice on the retro hail kind of coats my, uh, my palate a little bit between the wine and the tobacco, but for me, that's okay. Um, and it's, it's just a fantastic medium body light medium body tobacco that you can smoke all day this is a fantastic smoke what i'm enjoying about it is that um as i'm you know i'm getting to the halfway point in my bowl right now a lot of those um woody earthy notes uh and maybe deep fig kind of uh notes in the tobacco are increasing they're getting more intense for me as the bowl's going down. So it kind of starts off as a really very light, more mild aromatic. Mm -hmm. And then as you smoke it, um, the flavors intensify as you go down the bowl. But that and that aroma stays the same. It's still very pleasant, very um, um, pleasing in your olfactory uh, senses there. Yes. But um, uh, the flavors just continue. To, they don't really change so much as they intensify a little bit. And they really do go very well with the wine. So all day smoke here, Marlin Flake. It's one of these tobaccos that uh, uh, it comes over from Germany you know a couple maybe three times a year if you can find it it is definitely worth it especially if you're liking a um, an all-day vapor although we have to say the the experience of Perique is going to be more that figginess and not really of spice this is not a spicy tobacco at all and um, if you don't like that if you don't like having spice but you want to enjoy that those figgy raisiny kind of notes that Perique also brings then this this might re really be up your alley yeah and i'd really recommend it all right that's what we got for you this week we'll see you next week when we do the Eladino cameroon toro and seattle pipe clubs plum pudding special reserve can't wait we'll see you then bye-bye bye-bye everyone You've been listening to Not Just Blowing Smoke. 
the podcast that brings the wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twins Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and keep in touch with us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram at NotJustBlowingSmoke. Thanks for listening, everybody. And that is Not Just Blowing Smoke. Rolling with the top down, smoking.